Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Music, Money, and Life podcast. This podcast, as always, is brought to you by HowToLicenseYourMusic.com. If you're interested in learning how to make money licensing your music into television shows, video games, commercials, advertisements, and more, visit HowToLicenseYourMusic.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Music, Money, and Life podcast. Today, I have someone who's sort of becoming a regular on Music, Money, and Life. It's someone that most of you are probably already familiar with at this point. It's it's my my wonderful, hardworking, ambitious, highly motivated, and excellent producer, Mr. Gary Gray, the Sculptor of sound, Gary. Wow, what an introduction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this you. this is I think the the third time you've you've been on the on this podcast, which which is a record. You now hold wow. the record for the most spots on on this podcast. But it's really cool. Like I, I really I, I I love our collaboration, and I consider you sort of a part of the team at at how to license your your music dot com. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's it's really cool. Like my dream all along was to sort of build a team of people that are sort of working together to- towards this common vision of licensing music and helping other musicians license music and educating people about the music business in general. And I feel like you've really become an integral part of that team. So I wanted to sort of thank you publicly for all the, the, the help you've given me over the last couple of years and all the projects we, we've worked on together and the, the webinars we've done. It's been uh, you've been super helpful and I've heard nothing but really good things about you from my clients that have worked with you and, and everyone that that has worked with you. Wow. Wow. Uh, just wanted to say thank you, Aaron. Uh, and. It goes, you know, it goes both ways for sure. And I think we've forged quite a partnership together. And, you know, what's cool for me also in this whole scheme of things is the fact that we're teaching people how to do this and we're doing it together at the same time. And that's, to me, an incredible process because as, as we both talk about all the times, you know, behind the scenes, this whole music licensing thing is just a, it's a moving target. It changes. You got to keep your finger on the pulse. And what's so cool is, you know, you and I work together, you're as an artist and producer. And as we, um, you know, we're getting more placements and stuff together ourselves, the things we're learning are pretty fascinating. And then we're able to immediately impart that, you know, to the people that are, you know, subscribers to how to license your music.com. And that whole, that whole process is like, you know, rather than just us being like up at a chalkboard trying to show people what to do, we're, we're actually like telling them, Hey, here's what we did yesterday. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and for me too, like the other thing, I, I don't know about you, but I feel like working in the music business can be sort of a, a, a lonely endeavor do you know what I mean? Like you, as a songwriter, you spend a lot of time alone writing songs and trying trying to create songs and, and create music. And I work as as sort of a solo entrepreneur. I work for myself, and I spend a lot of hours at my at my laptop. So it's really, I mean, beyond just our collaboration, it's just really cool 
to have other people that you're sort of work, working with. I, I feel like it, it's uh, it's very motivating and, and helpful to have people that you can bounce ideas off of. And if I have questions about production questions or licensing questions in general, it's just really helpful to have people that you're working with that you can sort of bounce ideas off off of. Absolutely. No, it's it's uh, that's so real to me because, um, you know, even the, the people that I uh, help through, license, you know, how to license your music dot com and help teach them more about production. I think you just described, you know, perfectly the the one of the barriers and one of the challenges that you have to face, which is that, you know, there's that artist grind where you have to close the door and you're there alone. And oops. What's funny? It was Eddie Gray. Ha <laughs> Mister. Let me Eddie turn Gray. this off. Yeah. Tell him to quit calling you, man. We're trying to do a podcast <laughs> over here. So funny. Okay, I'll just turn that up there. Okay. And um, so you know, in fact, that's funny. You know, just um, how funny you know the timing there. But um, Eddie and I were talking about the same thing. You know, it was like that there is this whole um, being the artist. And then having to do the business as well. And I completely relate to what you're saying, you know, because I'm here in the studio, you know, except for teaching and, and well, really that's pretty much it. You know, that's how I get to reach out to the world. And then through our partnership, which I really uh, highly regard, it's, you know, become a friendship, which is awesome. And I think that's, it's important to have friendships around you in the industry as you get through the business because, as you said, it's a it's a challenge to lock yourself up in the room and and just have a go at it because it's a it's a emotional roller coaster, you know what we do. And it, um, yeah, it can be it, absolutely, absolutely. It's it's uh, it's a lot of work. Uh, it's a labor of love. But um, this has been a great year, you know. So we're closing in on, on the end of 2016. We're going into 2017. And so I wanted to sort of, before we jump into the conversation today, I wanted to sort of just catch everybody up and bring everybody up to speed. It's been, you know, it's cr crazy. I was looking at the last podcast I did was actually back in August. So it's been over three months since I've recorded a podcast. And the reason that this huge gap happened is because I've just been really, really busy. You know, as, as you know, Gary, we've done two webinars together this year we've done multiple courses and right around september and october i just got hit with so much work right at the same time so it's been a few months but i wanted to sort of i kind of have a new plan for next year that i wanted to tell you about gary and and, and everybody listening to this so yeah I, i'm interested yeah so through how to license your music.com i release content in in a lot of different ways there's obviously this podcast I have a YouTube channel, I have a blog, and all of that media, all of that content sort of gets filtered through my newsletter. So people go to my website, they sign up, and when they get on that newsletter, I let them know every time I release a new a new piece of content. But the, the problem has been, not really a problem, but just the way I've done things is it, it's sort of been inconsistent in terms of of what type of content I, re I release. So sometimes I go through phases where I've done three or four podcasts in a month and then I don't release one for a month and then I, I get on a kick where I'm doing blogs all the time because I, I get really into that and then I go back to my YouTube channel. And so it's, it's sort of all over the place. So my plan for next year that I'm going to try really hard to stick to 
is to release one podcast a week, one YouTube video a week, and one blog a week. So I think, you know, some people prefer blogs over YouTube videos. Some people prefer podcasts over videos and so on. So it's kind of hard to please everybody. But my goal is to release really consistent, hopefully high quality content uh, once a week in, in all those formats. So, wow, that's, that's, a I like it. It's yeah, cool. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's helpful to have sort of a schedule that, that you stick to. And I, I think one of the things with, with being a musician and being an entrepreneur is there's, there's so many different things to do that it's very easy to, to sort of get sidetracked where maybe you just go down this road of, learning about music production and that's all you're focusing on for a month and then the next month you're focusing on music marketing but i think a lot of these things need need to be worked on sort of simultaneously so in terms of my business that's that's the um that's the schedule that's my plan i know that i can stick to it with the video and the blog doing a podcast weekly there might be a week here or there where I, where that just doesn't happen maybe i don't have a guest lined up um mm-hmm. But that's going to be the plan for for next year. So look forward to seeing a lot more podcasts, a lot more content on a, on a really regular basis. I, I have so so tomorrow I have that like this is kind of a cool sto- story, Gary. I so when I look for guests for my podcast, sometimes I just go to Google and I look for composers and songwriters that are really a- active licensing music. And so I I hit up this this composer that that I found. I won't tell he, tell you who it is yet. You can. You'll have to stay tuned to the to the podcast to find out. But it's this mm-hmm. particular composer that's done a ton, just an an, an, an immense amount of uh, TV and film work. And wow. uh, so I send him and I send him an email, and I'm like, hey, what you know? My I introduce myself. I have this podcast. I'd love for you to come on it. And he replied, I'm really familiar with your work. I'm a fan. He, he said, and I'd be happy wow. to. So, so it's really cool that people are, are sort of becoming aware of what we do here. And um, I'm really excited for that. So stay tuned to the newsletter and podcast to find out more about that. Um, Very cool. So, so let's do this, Gary. I want to jump in. I want to mention the 180-day music licensing challenge real quickly. I want to sort of get that out of the way at the, at the top of the podcast. Um, we do this twice a year. So two times a year, we do what's called the 180-day music licensing challenge. It's a six-month long program. Uh, the next one starts on January 2nd, 2017. Starts the day after New Year, and um, it's a six-month long interactive pro- program. You get coaching one-on-one with me. You get coaching with Gary. There's six months, 180 daily licensing leads. And I think something like over 20 hours of training, and uh, we're throwing in a number of bonuses if you sign up by the by the 19th, including three courses that Gary and I created together, and um, you were also going to add uh, the addendum of how to make a show reel. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, a show reel? What that is, and and sure. why we need one? Yeah. Um, well, a showreel is something that takes your audio, your song, and whether it's a vocal, and because some people, you know, they specialize in just doing instrumental music for licensing, which is fine, and some are, are bands or songwriters that have vocals. But regardless, um, if you take your 
tracks and you're getting them out there and you're sending them out like on the 180 day challenge and you're, you know, promoting your music. I've learned um, that if you have a show reel and some people will say, well, I can't have a show reel because I'm brand new and I don't have anything licensed yet. And it's okay. You can actually put one together. And what it is is just putting visual along with your with your audio and presenting it in a way that, you know, it kind of rises you up above the the crowd and it gives the person who's considering your music an opportunity to see your music synced with visual media. And that's what we're all about. I mean, of course, some of our goals are to get into radio commercials and stuff that have no visual and that's cool. But a lot of us, you know, our goal is to get into film, TV, etc. And if you can actually showcase your music already professionally and with high quality synced up to visual, then you're you're going to be increasing your odds. And I've got um, which I'll go into later, but um, an incredible success story, personal one that happened to me. I just updated my show reel like uh, within the last two weeks, and within like 48 hours, I opened doors I never would have opened before without that show reel. So. Yeah, they're they're in for a, a really really good education and something that it can really help, I think, in a big way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I you sent me your show reel. I checked it out and it looks, it looks amazing. Like it, it's really cool to see. It really put sort of puts things in context because you you see the tracks you've worked on, you see the spots that they were synced to in some cases, um, and then just different sort of resume highlights. I think it's a a really good idea. Can you can you talk about the the deal that you signed, sort of as a result of, of putting that together, or is that? Yeah, 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 no, I can. And that and what happened was uh, I finished my show reel, and then one of my students from HowToLicenseYourMusic.com, uh, Liz Chirelli, who's um, a really talented uh, songwriter, composer, producer, engineer, and she's now taking private mentoring lessons with me. Um, she. She saw my showreel because I had it on my, you know, I stuck it on my signature on my email. Yeah. And so she saw it, and I didn't know this, but she was signed to a um, an album deal with EMI Production Music out of London, and that's a huge company that you know that really um, they have several divisions, and one of the things they do is they act as an agent for singer songwriters composers in getting their music distributed for licensing deals you know so anyway she was dealing with a person over there directly on her album and she was excited about her lessons and uh, she actually mentioned uh, how to license your music.com and you too Aaron so she oh, cool. sent them a message I didn't know this she sent them a message and just said you know um, she was getting notes on her album on what they wanted her to do to, to um, get it ready for distribution and she sent them an email and say, oh, by the way, I'm studying with um, with Aaron Davison at HowToLicenseYourMusic.com and Gary Gray, and um, and uh, check out his showreel. And so they did, and I got an email back directly from EMI Production Music in London with an info to Liz, and they said, hey, we uh, checked out your showreel, and we actually distribute one of your albums. And I didn't know this. Like, I had no idea. I would have never known this. And they probably would have never sent me that email. But when they checked out my showreel and saw that uh, there was an album on there from Megatracks, 
they sent me a link to their page where they distribute my album. So I was like, wow. And then on the bottom of it, they offered me a multi-album deal through directly through EMI Production Music in London. And um, so that was – I mean that's the kind of email you know I've been working for – I don't know now. What is it? Five years. Yeah, that, that's one of those been, breaks that you get, you know? Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. That's incredible. Yeah, sort of the, the takeaway, like sort of what I get from this story is, is something we've talked about a lot this year in particular, which which is just the idea of what you can do to sort of set yourself apart, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of professionalism mm-hmm. from the competition, you know, because there's so – and this is something we talked about with Eddie when we had him on the podcast, just that this idea that, that there's – you know, it's really, really competitive. I mean, we all know this. The music business is highly competitive. The music licensing industry is highly competitive. And whatever you can do to sort of let people know that you're the real deal and that you take this seriously and that this is a craft that you are very professional and diligent about. That's sort of like in all this advice we give, That that's sort of the common thread, I think, is that when you're dealing with people – Whatever you can do to let them know that that you're serious about this um, goes a long way. Absolutely, no, it's it's totally true. And you know, one of the um, the cool things about this that I just wanted to let people out there know is that um, Aaron and I are now actually putting together. And we started well last night. I sent you, I think, two two cuts to um, to lay down some guitar. But we're starting to put together an album for EMI together. So that's going to be a cool thing about 2017. Yeah, I'm no, I'm I'm so pumped, Gary. I mean, this is sort of the unique thing about our partnership and collaboration, is that we're we're really we're kind of working towards two goals simultaneously, and one is to build the business of how to license your music.com in terms of our courses and and uh, webinars and all the all the training we do. But at the same time, we're actually you know we're we're doing this ourselves, and mm-hmm. you know it's it's funny because. <laughs> I was thinking about this recently, like for, for a long time, I sort of looked at these two endeavors at, at in a way, sort of in conflict w- with each other, you know, in, in the sense mm-hmm. of, you know, there's only so many hours in a day and there's only so much I can take on and, and do and running a business, you know, successfully as a full-time endeavor and being a musician, God, as we all know, is, 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 is more than a full-time <laughs> endeavor. So I used to, I used to kind of go back and forth, like, what am I, what am I really trying to do here? But I feel like this year, you know, eight years into this, I launched how to license your music.com in 2008, I believe. Eight years into this, I sort of feel this this synergy between the two goals where it all sort of fits together much more succinctly than maybe it ever has before. And what I mean by that is I think this year I've added like eight new TV shows to my resume. We signed some tracks or a track to to A&E. You've signed some tracks separately. Um, We have this EMI thing. So there's all these projects sort of coming together and whatever I do in terms of my own music career sort of lends credibility to my business, to how to listen to music.com. And whenever I do a course, whenever I connect with somebody through the podcast, it sort of gives me more information that, that I can take back to what I'm trying to do. So I, I feel this sort of 
synergy in, in, in terms of what I'm trying to, to do. Do you ever feel the same sort of conflict yourself in terms of, you know, you're doing your own music, but you're also working with clients and producing other artists. How do you sort of balance it all? No, oh, totally. As I was listening to, I was like completely like just smiling and relating to it. Um, it's, it's an ever challenging landscape of balance. Like you said, it's like, um, you have your personal dream. Like for instance, with me, I set up, you know, this um, incredible home studio, which now competes with major recording studios. You know, just over the years, I've just really gotten it up to up to um, a level that it can, you know, output some really high quality stuff. And then I'll also hone my own skills so I can do that. And so for me, I put all that together because I wanted to work on my own music. And then as I developed a passion for teaching. That became another thing that I had to balance. And then the business of just paying the bills, you know, and making sure that you have your, you know, I mean, you, there's so many things in life that, you know, we, we don't talk about sometimes. That's why I, I kind of I really like this podcast today because it's it's a bit more informal and it's more like just digging into catching up. But, you know, one of those things is is like, you know, you have a family life, you have business, you have your music, you have your dream. Like for me, I wanted to get my own music out there on films and TV and stuff myself. And one thing I've learned is that you touched upon is like, it's, it's hard to do it alone. Like just our collaboration together helps me get my personal dreams achieved way more so than if I was just trying to do it by going, okay, I'm going to get my dreams accomplished. So it's kind of cool because we're helping each other and I think it builds a juggernaut and it helps us balance because we can bounce off each other, you know, like and relate to each other when we go over different challenges and problems we're facing. So, yeah, I, t I, I totally you know, go through those same things. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, and you're right on the money when you say you need I mean, you really need to, to build a team. And, and I don't like to be honest, I don't feel like I'm 100 percent there in terms of my team. I feel like you're a huge part of it, but I feel like I'm gradually building this. This I have a full-time assistant now. I have you. I have another girl that helps me part-time. So, so it's slowly coming together where where it's a much more sort of efficient, well-oiled machine. But let's do this, Gary. I'm I'm such a, a, a shitty salesman that that I realized we kind of like went off on this tangent and forgot to to sort of wrap up. Uh, the 180 day challenge that we were talking oh, about. Yeah. So if you're interested, so again, it's a six month long course. You can get all the details and everything that's included because there's, there's so much included. It's, it's probably a little too much to go into here, but if, if you go to the 180 day music licensing challenge.com, you can get all the details. It's again, six month long program. It's interactive one-on-one -on -one coaching with myself and Gary multiple bonus courses if you sign up by Monday the 19th, you get a ton of bonuses that you don't get if you wait until after that deadline. One other thing in terms of, of products, and then I'm not going to try to sell anything, but this is actually just something I'm, I'm really excited about. This is sort of another announcement for for next year. So I told you about this the other day, Gary, but I'm, I'm putting mm. together this this course. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a four, probably four to five hour audio and video course oh yeah and a yeah. companion book that i'm selling on amazon but the program is called the ultimate music licensing guide that's sort of the tentative uh title for the program and what i realized is that 
even after all these years, after eight years of doing this, and I think I have something like a dozen courses on my website, and we've created three courses together, but I, re I realized I didn't really have a comprehensive, like like the definitive guide to music licensing. Like as much as I've, I've done all these different courses, you know, the first course I created, the A to Z of music licensing, was way back in 2008. A lot of a lot has changed since then. I've learned a ton more about the business. So I'm really excited about this program. I don't want to talk too much about it, but but it's I'm spending literally hours, probably two to three hours a day, just on creating this course. And I think it's going to take me like three months to complete the the entire thing. So th this program is actually included in the 180 day challenge. It will be available probably in February of 2017 as a standalone course. But I just wanted to, to mention that I'm really excited about, like, I literally don't think there's anything. I don't think there's anything else like this on the market that, that I'm aware of because I'm, you know, it's, it's funny. Like when I started doing this Gary in 2008, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anybody else that had a website like how to license your music.com that, that I was aware of. But since then I tr like, I try really hard to not pay attention to, to the quote unquote competition too much. Like mm -hmm. I, I don't really mm -hmm. think about this in terms of competitiveness, but it's hard to, to, to uh, not be aware of it at all. I mean, I'm selling courses and it's the same thing like with with being a songwriter you're you're in, in a sense competing against all the other songwriters so I'm, I'm certainly aware of of products that are on the market but i i'm pretty confident that there's nothing like this um so i'm really excited about it i think this is going to be like the most comprehensive program on how to license music that there is oh absolutely and i i i totally um back up and agree with the fact that I mean I would say it so far as to say that um, you're a pioneer in this industry and continue to be so and when you were start, starting to tell me about that course I was totally related to it because you know as you know we you and I just released the uh, music production fundamentals which uh, is part of the package here I think with the 180 day challenge isn't it yeah exactly that's one of the bonus courses if they sign up by the 19th yeah and and now we you and I were talking just last week when you told me about this this new you know um, course that you're you're releasing which it, for me you know I, I went through that whole three month two hours a day thing on that course and um, so I can totally relate to it and you know I'm so excited about this thing because you've been sharing with me you know in our emails and phone calls and st skypes and stuff all the things you're putting in there and um, I I mean every time you come out with stuff and do you know, blogs and interviews. I'm like, you know, I'm your first fan. I'm in line, even though we're partners. I learned so much from you. It's amazing. So I'm super excited about this thing for 2017. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped about it. And, and sort of the way I'm approaching this, this next course is, and, and I doubt this will be the case, but I'm sort of looking at this as what if this was the last course I ever created? About, about oh, that's cool. No, I, I, I totally relate to that. That's it's, awesome. It's funny because I feel like I've been doing this so long, closing in on, on a decade of of blogging about and speaking about the, the same topic. And, and from time to time, it's like I wrote a blog about this a couple of weeks ago. From time to time, I get a little get a little bored of it. You know, there's like I feel like there's only so much to say at a certain mm -hmm. point about about <laughs> about music licensing, but when I took a really hard look at like everything I had out there 
I realized there were a lot of gaps in in terms of from point A to to point Z, like like really all the steps involved. So I'm excited about it. I haven't been this pumped for for a, a program in a long time. And again, it's included as a bonus. So enough about that. If you're interested, go to the 180daymusiclicensingchallenge.com or go to howtolicenseyourmusic.com. That's my main website. I'll uh, put up a, a link to the program on the homepage. Um, cool. Oh, by the way, to let them know that the, the bonus, I'm going to offer the same bonus this time for you too. In terms of, of the mastering and uh, critique. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. So, so again, all the details, like I said, there's a lot of bonuses. They're all on the website, 180daymusiclicensingchallenge.com. But yeah, if you sign up on the 19th, the other thing, in addition to all the courses that you get, Gary will master one of your songs for free. He will give you an in-depth critique and analysis of your music production. And you also get a 30-minute Skype consultation with, with Gary. So the whole program, I'll just mention the price. It's 197 bucks. I, I think it's considering all the coaching and everything that's included. I think it's a really good deal. So check that out. Um, so I wanted to, at the end of this, I want to play, I'm going to play one of my new songs. It's a song that Gary produced and uh, I don't normally play my own music on this podcast. It's not really a self promotional vehicle, even though it certainly <laughs> has been today. Um, yeah. But you know, what the hell, Gary, it's my podcast. I can talk right, about man. it and play whatever You deserve it, Aaron. Come on. You should do it more, actually. Your music is incredible. Well, you know, it's funny because, I, you know, again, kind of going back to the idea of my website and business being sort of a different thing than my own music. Like I've, I've never wanted to, I don't want to take advantage of people that subscribe to my newsletter or listen to my podcast and shove my, my own music down their throat. I don't really feel like that's, that's the main point of all of this. But with that said, this is obviously all, all about me, all about music. And, and it's like, I wouldn't have, I, I never would have started any of this if, I didn't first and foremost love music myself. And I think it's it's funny because there's a lot of businesses, there's a lot of music industry businesses that are run by people that aren't musicians, you know, and, it, mm -hmm, and it's, it's mm -hmm. I don't know, it just, it, it seems funny to me to give your money to people that, that, that aren't actually doing this them, themselves. Um, yeah. So for me, I mean, I've sort of like, come to this conclusion over and over and over again in my life. And that's that I'll never stop making music. Like no matter what, like I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm pumped that I have an outlet to at least get some of it out there and make some money in return. But I'll, but I mean, I just do it because I, I love it. You know, I don't know about you, but I feel like there's oh. much easier ways to, to make money than, <laughs> than to try and be a musician in 2016. Oh, totally. Totally. It's it's the fuel, you know, that keeps us going. And it's like what you said was so, you know, astute because I lived through this thing in the in the 80s where the mid 80s and late 80s where a lot of the record company executives like I was working for Motown and working under Barry Gordy playing drums. And, uh, you know, then they turned over the running of Motown to like account executives and uh, lawyers and accountants. And, you know, it's so cool that that you are a musician and running this business that's helping so many people. It's awesome. Well, I, yeah, I certainly, that, that's certainly my, my goal. And, uh, to the extent that that's true, it, it makes me, 
I'm very grateful that I'm that I'm able to do this. But you know, it, it it's funny. This is sort of sort of on a different topic. But um, I was watching this documentary a couple nights ago on Netflix. There's this four hour documentary about Tom Petty. Hmm. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Do, do mm-hmm. you do you like? Are you a, a fan? Oh, I love Tom Petty. You know, I mean, I could go for hours just on his. He's a real producer himself. He's got some incredible production stuff that I use all the time in the studios. Uh, Don't get me started. I love Tom Petty. Oh, it's it, he, he's so great. It it it's funny because there's artists like that. There's so much music out there, but there's artists like like Petty that that I sort of forget about, or I just stop listening to them for a while, and then I go back and sort of rediscover their catalog. Um, I saw Tom Petty live once. This is probably six or seven years ago. I saw saw him in Noblesville, Indiana, like right outside of Indianapolis. Wow. Mm-hmm. And and I drove from Chicago with my girlfriend at the time. It was probably a five hour drive or something. And we we I actually kind of went mainly to see Trey Anastasio, Fish's guitar player, because I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a huge Trey, fish you're fan. a huge Fish fan, yeah. And so we drove and we got stuck in traffic. And I think we missed like half of Trey's set. So I was kind of pissed about that. But uh, we got there, we, we watched the the rest of Trey's set, and then we watched Tom Petty, obviously. And it was so cool because I, it was probably a two-hour-plus show. I literally, Gary, knew every single song. Like like wow. Like his catalog, the number mm-hmm. of just popular songs he's created is, is amazing. But the reason why I bring him up, like the whole point of this is I was watching this documentary – and they were kind of talking about like the history of the heartbreakers, like how, how it all happened. And, mm-hmm. and it was like, they put this band together in Gainesville where, where, where he's from. They played for a few years and then they just decided after, and, and I might, the chronology might be a little off, but it was, they had been together just a few years and they just said, we're going to go to LA and we're going to get a record deal. And they pooled their money together. It was like $500 and they bought this old car and they drove to LA. And if the documentary is accurate within like a week or two weeks, they had a record deal. And it was just like, it just struck (laughs) me like watching this, how much the music business has changed in the last 20, 30 years where, you know, it seemed like back in the day you had this dream and you could, if you were lucky or and talented, like if all the things sort of came together, you could pull it off fairly quickly. But now it seems like with the way the record industry has changed, so much has changed that it just takes a lot more time to, to sort of get things established. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know, the time and money, which is always, you know, the big challenge for musicians. As you said, you know, things could happen quicker back then. And one of the reasons was that the record labels had money. They had money. They had budgets. They could, you know, give advances to bands and and they could invest in new and exciting talent. And it was very talent. And yeah, it's a whole different landscape now. And it requires so much more like, you know, we talk about this all the time, Aaron, the work ethic and just the perseverance, you know, and balancing things. And it kind of makes for a, a Superman now, you know, I mean, that's the cool thing about it is if you stick through it, you get so um, well-rounded and the reward for the, the sacrifice and the work you have to put into it now, the reward is in, in some respects, that's the cool thing about the industry now, 
the reward is bigger too because you have so much more control over things and you can like look at our look at this deal we're doing now like we're putting an album together for EMI production music in London and that just wouldn't that wouldn't have been possible in the past so there are some cool things now too you know yeah no no exactly and I, I don't mean to uh, to imply that it's all gloomy or negative it, it's just it it just amazes me how much the the industry has changed but what I see sort of happening and I don't have I don't have like hard statistics to back this mm-hmm. up. This is just a, a feeling that I have is that mm-hmm. there's sort of becoming this rise of like a middle-class musician where things are so much more fragmented than they, than they used to be because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously for every Tom Petty, there's probably a thousand other aspiring Tom Petty's that never made it. Even, even back then it, it was never easy, but I feel like right. now the technology is there. Granted, it's sort of a double-edged sword because so much music is given away for free. But I feel like the people that stick with it now and sort of ride out this this phase of the music business, my hope, my my glass half full side of me says that 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 it's easier now to survive as to to make a living as a musician. Maybe it's harder to become a superstar, but um, you know, it's sort of for, for like every downside, there, there's an there's an upside. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's a, a, a really good um, observation, I think, because, yeah, you might not have the um, like I was saying, these huge budgets, but it's kind of spread over so that there's more people able to to make a living at it. Like you said, I guess that's a really cool way to put it, actually. You said like there's kind of a rising middle class within the, the music industry. And I can see that, you know, there's like you could actually be making a decent living without being a superstar right now from from your own house you know from your own bedroom studio which is awesome exactly exactly because there's there's not huge budgets like there used to be for recording artists but it's easier to make music and produce music and distribute music so the challenges are 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 there you know in a lot of ways it's harder to monetize music but it's also a lot lot cheaper to make it so so I think it sort of balances out, and obviously licensing is one of these avenues that, fortunately, you can still make money from. So, um, let's do this, Gary. I want to, I want to play this new song. I'm really excited about this this new track. This was actually, we actually recorded this last year. I went out to uh, spend a couple weeks in LA with with Gary last year, and uh, I want to go back soon. I, I want to plan an, another trip out there, hopefully, like in early 2017 but when i was out there i recorded a bunch of material some of it we finished right away and a few songs we we waited on but this song it um we just finished recently it's on my i have a new ep i'm gonna go ahead and shamelessly promote myself (laughs) do it Um, man you should so if you want to check out my own music and see what i'm up to licensing wise and and music wise go to aarondavison.net and this song is called Where We Were. It's on my new, I just released this EP like three days ago. It's on iTunes, it's on Spotify, it's on Amazon. Everywhere music is sold and distributed and streamed <laughs> for pennies on the dollar. Um, but this song is called Where We Were. I think it turned out really well. It's me singing with my buddy, my, my friend since high school, MJ, Michael James. He came with, with me to L.A. And uh, produced by Gary Gray. I think you did did an awesome job on this, Gary. Thanks. And uh, you know, Aaron and Michael are like the 
the modern Simon and Garfunkel. I mean, just amazing harmonies. The song is a, uh, is really fantastic. I love this song. We get that. We get the Simon and Garfunkel thing a lot, which is it's, it's funny because I never listened to Simon and Garfunkel. I love Paul Simon. Don't get me wrong. I, I and, I've, and I've heard them, but I I don't listen to them a lot. But I I take it as a compliment. Yeah, I think what comes through in the music to me is because you know you know um, Michael was out here with you when last year and. I mean, it's an incredible friendship. You, you can see that you guys, you know, have known each other most of your lives, and that comes across in the music. You know, I love that. I love the just the how tight you guys are. Yeah, and so so next year I want to do. So this is my second EP in the last couple of years, and I'm planning on doing a full length CD next year, and I want to feature MJ prominently on it because he's a super talented vocalist and piano player. Um, yeah, we went to uh, arts high school together in Chicago. We met at the Chicago Academy of Arts. And my sophomore year, I think it was his junior year, and we've been friends ever since. So I'm uh, I'm rambling again. I, t- I tend to do that. So <laughs> this song is called Where We Were. Uh, again, AaronDavison.net. You can find more about me. How to License Your Music.com is where you can find all about my trainings, including the upcoming 180 day music licensing challenge. And Mr. Gary Gray, you can learn more about by going to his website, learnaudioengineering.net. He's an amazing producer, engineer, and a musician in his own right. Gary, thank you so much for doing this, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you, and I'm glad to see you promoting your own music. You should do more of it. Yeah, well, that's the plan for next year. Damn it. I'm going to make (laughs) sure the world knows about Aaron Davison. Gary, I'll talk to you later, man. Have a great day. Awesome. Thanks, Aaron. I'll find a way to let you know With you I'd like to take it slow Reach out your hand and I'll give you mine What's mine is yours Yours is mine, I know We'll take it slow There was a time when love was true That is the way that I'll love you give you all if you do the same if you come back to me I'll go back to you our love is true drifting away biding our time we circle around Then we glide right back to where we were We drank from the well and we talked by the fire 
the stars I looked in your eyes and you looked in mine I fell for you then and you fell for me eventually I woke up with you here in my arms We laid for a while and didn't say a word The new day has dawned and the future is now We stumble and fall as we move to where we now belong Drifting away, biding our time We circle 